What should Christians do with the Old Testament? Today on Rooted Daily, we're talking about four reasons the first 39 books of your Bible are essential to understanding Jesus. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and Matthew chapter 5, verse 17 says that Jesus did not come to abolish, but fulfill the law. Jesus came to make everything in the Old Testament complete, which means that while the New Testament is the authoritative guide for our faith today, Galatians 5.18 assures us that if we are led by the Spirit, we are not under the law. It doesn't mean the law cannot, can be ignored. There's a reason you're carrying around 66 books and not just 27. In fact, today, I wanna to talk about four of the big reasons. Why should Christians care about a law that we are not under? Well, first, Jesus came with a mission of fulfilling it, and he succeeded, which means to truly understand him and his purpose and his mission, we have to understand its source, which he said came from the law. You know, think about Jesus' life. He taught from the scriptures, from when he was a young age to when he began his ministry. He quoted and he explained what the prophets had written. He often reiterated certain Jewish scriptures saying that in the kingdom of God, those principles and commands would remain or, or even extend farther. And when the New Testament writers wrote about scripture, that meant the Old Testament as well. Paul says that the Old Testament is the foundation of his gospel in Romans chapter 1 and 1 Corinthians 15, 3 through 4. Matthew and Matthew 26, 56. Mark and Mark 1, 1 through 3. Luke and Luke 24, 27 through 45. John and John 5, 39. And Peter and 2 Peter 1, 20 through 21. And chapter 3, verse 16. All connect their telling of the gospel story to the Old Testament scripture. Why? because the Old Testament is essential to understanding the mission of Jesus. It's essential to understand the gospel. The second reason in the Bible, people were rebuked for not understanding the Old Testament in the context of Jesus. In Luke 24, we read about two of Jesus' disciples. They're walking along the road after the crucifixion of Jesus. They're talking about everything that had happened. And when Jesus came to them, they didn't recognize him. In verse 17, he asked them, what are you discussing together as you walk along? And they stood still, their faces downcast, and one of them named Cleopas asked him, are you the one visiting Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? What things, he asked, about Jesus of Nazareth, they replied. He was a prophet, powerful in word and deed before God and all the people. The chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death, and they crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one who was going to redeem Israel. And what is more, it is the third day since all this took place. In addition, some of our women amazed us. They went to the tomb early this morning, but didn't find his body. They came and they told us that they had seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. Then some of our companions went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but they did not see Jesus. And so Jesus is here in front of them. What does Jesus say back to them? 
he rebukes them. How foolish you are and how slow to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Did not the Messiah have to suffer these things and then enter his glory? And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he explained to them what was said in the scriptures concerning himself. Now, as Christians, we should be careful not to put Jesus in every verse of the Old Testament. He's there throughout, um, but we don't necessarily need to go line by line and find him. But we must see that the overarching message of the Old Testament points to him. Now that Jesus himself has made that clear, it is wrong, and we will be rebuked if we ignore what the Old Testament says about him. So we should read it. The third reason uh, the Old Testament is essential for us to understand Jesus and the gospel about him is the New Testament preaching was rooted in the Old Testament scripture. Look at Acts 28. Paul, and he's uh, in Rome at this point, he witnessed to them from morning till evening, and he explained about the kingdom of God and from the law of Moses and from the prophets, he tried to persuade them about Jesus. And some were convinced by what he said, but others would not believe. They disagreed among themselves and began to leave after Paul had made this final statement. The Holy Spirit spoke the truth to your ancestors. And then he quoted Isaiah. So there are two important things there. The first is Paul's action. He uses the Old Testament to preach Jesus, and we can do that too. We can preach from the Old Testament and see Jesus. And second, he says that the things in the Old Testament were truth spoken by the Spirit, meaning the Old Testament remains to be the breathed out word of God, and it is still true. Jesus didn't change the truth, he fulfilled it. So our study of Jesus shouldn't exclude the Old Testament because that wasn't the way it was in the early church. And finally, the fourth reason the Old Testament is essential to understanding Jesus is that it gives us millennia of history of God's relationship with his creation and his unchanging character. In the early church, there was um, a false doctrine that began to spread most prominently by a guy named Marcion, who argued that the God of the Old Testament was a God full of wrath, a God full of judgment and vengeance. But God today from the New Testament is full of mercy and love. Um, and there are a lot of people who've never heard of Marcion uh, who have unknowingly fallen into that false teaching. The Old Testament is full of punishment and suffering, a vengeful God, they say, but the New Testament is a happy meadow. Everyone's skipping through the forest. You know, no wonder we want to read the new more than the old. But in the early church, just we, today, we could call that out for what it is. Uh, it's just wrong. First off, if you don't see a God of love and patience and mercy in the Old Testament, you're reading a different book than I am. Uh, God is there merciful and loving throughout. But more than that, God's nature is unchanging. It's the same God who judged Sodom and Gomorrah that will judge every soul when his son returns. And it's the same God who provided manna in the desert to a weary people that sent his only begotten son to provide salvation for us. It's the same God. He is unchanging. God is God at all times and in all places. So why would we ignore millennia of insight into his holy nature that still describes him today. You know, Paul poses 
the question to the Galatians in Galatians 3.19, what purpose then does the law serve? It was added because of transgressions till the seed should come to whom the promise was made. And it was appointed through angels by the hand of a mediator. Now a mediator does not mediate for one only, but God is one. Is the law then against the promises of God? Certainly not. For if there had been a law given, which could have given life, truly righteousness would have been by the law. But the scripture has confined all under sin, that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. But before faith came, we were kept under guard by the law, kept for the faith with, with which would afterward be revealed. Therefore, the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But after faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor. And we are no longer under the law. The law is a tutor that teaches us about Jesus. And we cannot fully understand Jesus without it. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I cannot wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and we use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content, you want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent and be baptized and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.